Hey everybody, this is Sadia Sanders of urbanspinster.com where we are creating our own agenda, dispelling societal myths, and redefining the word spinster. Well, I don't know who said it never rains in Southern California because it is raining outside today, but it is a welcome change for me because I like seasons. I was not always an LA resident, so I like the change of the weather, the change of the clothes. It has been hot here in Los Angeles for a very, very, very long time. So I like it. But today I wanted to talk about the fact that I feel women are constantly having to stand up for ourselves and push back on just everyday things. For example, if you're at work and you're needing a task to be completed by getting information from someone else. There's, for me anyway, a constant, did you do this? You know, you said you were going to do this. I'm circling back on this. You know, those circle back emails, follow-up emails is, is a constant, basically trying to pull things out of other people versus you making an agreement to get things done and they get done. If it's a personal situation, personal meaning just your personal business that you're handling every day, like your car, you know, women we know are taken advantage of when it comes to purchasing cars or getting our cars maintenance. Because a lot of us, like myself, really don't know anything past the basics. I know when I'm supposed to get my oil and filter changed. Um, I don't really know the schedule of my car. It's an older car. Of course, you can ask what's on the schedule, um, but that's something you have to know to ask so that you're not constantly being upsold for something else. Oh, this tire is low. Oh, this, you know, spark plug needs to be changed. Oh, your engine is doing such and such. And sometimes we are kind of intimidated and we just, you know, say, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And we're spending this money that we don't really need to spend. So we have to kind of be more diligent in trying not to be taken advantage of. And, you know, even if it's, if you're a homeowner, same thing. Your roof is leaking or you need some paint done or, you know, whatever it is, some plumbing work. There's the upsell. If it's a local handyman type of person and they say, you know, well, I need to get this part and get back to you. They don't get back to you in a timely fashion and you're constantly chasing people down to get things done or to get information out of people. And it seems like that is my life. (laughs) I don't know what that is about. And I wonder if it's a woman thing, like people do that to women or if men experience this as well. And I was watching a video the other day and the video actually um, was made in January of this year, but I just, it came across um, my YouTube page as a recommended video and there's a makeup artist and she had done a video regarding her experience with the celebrity and the experience was a bad one so she goes into the video saying that she had done this person's makeup before and you know when you first meet a famous person you have built up in your mind what they're going to be like And, oh, we're going to be best friends and they're going to be wonderful and it's going to be great. And then you catch them on a bad day or they're just assholes in general and you're disappointed. 
So when she did this person's makeup the first time, she was disappointed. Um, but the person was not mean or abusive directly to her. She just had a bad attitude. So the makeup artist does her makeup, goes on with life. And another occasion came up where <clears throat> this celebrity requested her to come and do her makeup. So the makeup artist already had clients lined up who had paid her deposits. So she refunded all these people and rearranged her life and her schedule. She has kids and the whole thing to do this celebrity's makeup because she felt it would be an opportunity for her to, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, build her brand more. And I noticed that people that are makeup artists, fashion designers, <clears throat> hairstylists, they want celebrity quote unquote clients because, you know, that makes them appear even more sought after and professional. And then other people want to work with them just because they did so-and-so's hair, makeup, stylist, whatever. So she rearranges her whole life to do this celebrity uh, makeup again for the second time. And the person had her waiting. She got to the venue on time to the person's hotel. Uh, The person had her waiting for like 45 minutes to an hour. She had a bad attitude. She was constantly watching what the makeup artist was doing. And if you've ever had your makeup professionally done, it is in phases. It's a lot to do makeup, which is why I can't, I don't understand how people can take an hour plus out of their morning to get a full beat on a daily basis, but it's a lot. So, you know, you're doing foundations and contour and, you know, you might have some dark spots that need to cover up. You're doing concealer, eyeshadow, liner, lashes, eyebrow. I mean, just all this stuff. And I've had my makeup professionally done for my website. And what I saw in, I'll say, you know, like a real time or my camera on my phone, the makeup looked different when it was shot with a professional photographer, professional camera. Looked totally different. So the celebrity was constantly on her phone looking down while she was getting her makeup done. And you need to look up. (laughs) You need to follow the direction of the makeup artist. So she was complaining the whole time. Oh, the makeup is too this, it's too that. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? And it was just a very stressful situation for um, the artist. And then the celebrity person got abusive verbally with the makeup artist and started saying she didn't know what she was doing and, you know, kicked her out at some point. So the makeup artist was just so hurt. And she started even crying on the video. And, you know, my takeaway from that is, you know, she said it was a lesson learned and so on and so forth. But when people think that they're going to come up because this person that they're working with is a celebrity, but you rearrange your whole life, you turned away money from these other people. And now these other people... And I would be one of those other people that, you know, just, you know, normal person that wants to get a service. I've paid you a deposit. I've scheduled my time with you. And then you call me because so-and-so wants you. Now that messes me up. 
Now I have to find somebody else to do the service. You know, got to get my money refunded. And she did uh, refund all her deposits. But, you know, you kind of mess up your trust with the regular people that you're going to have to go back to now. Because you thought, you know, the celebrity was going to be better. But, you know, you got to stand up for yourself. And there have been many stories about people who, you know, think that they're going to come up because they're dealing with uh, a high-powered or someone they think has a lot of power. And it tends to be the opposite. And then they wind up feeling bad about, you know, basically putting all their faith or all their eggs in this one basket. And then they ruin other relationships. So, you know, and I don't know if men deal with that. It seems like it's, it's constantly these stories are coming from women who don't stand up for themselves and then are taken advantage of or, you know, abused in some way. Like this girl was, you know, verbally abused by the celebrity. And then she, you know, might have ruined these other uh, client relationships um, to boot. I remember the comedian Monique talking about her issue with Oprah Winfrey and how she felt like she could have stood up for herself in the situation where uh, Oprah had her family members on and they were talking about some molestation that Monique had uh, experienced in her childhood. But Oprah didn't reveal all the people in her family that were going to be on the show. She only talked about one who was um, the abuser, uh, Monique's brother. She didn't mention that the mother was going to be on the show and I think the father was going to be on the show. And her mom kind of looked bad because the mother was acting as if the the molestation didn't happen or, you know, and I don't know if I'm getting that story right, but Monique knew that if her mom was going to be on and she didn't stand up for Monique, she was more so standing up for the brother or acting like the incident didn't happen then the public was going to attack her mother. And that's basically what happened. And Monique felt like, you know, once she discovered what was really going on with her family being guests on the show, she could have confronted Oprah about that, but she didn't because it was Oprah. You know, so... um, They have, you know, kind of issues to this day because Monique feels... One way about the situation, Oprah feels another way about the situation, but the communication did not happen. And it didn't happen because Monique did not insist upon it happening in the moment. It's kind of after the fact now when all these feelings are are hurt. So let me know what you guys think. I mean, you know, is this constant pushback needed by just women or do men experience the same thing where it seems like you're not getting your needs met, whether it be uh, personal or business? Do you feel like people tend to take advantage more of women? I do (laughs) than men just because we're women, you know, and they, they feel like they can and we're weaker. Uh, I, you know, that's, that's been my experience, but it's exhausting it's exhausting to constantly have to stand up for yourself because someone is trying to to get over. You know, it's, it's very tiring. So, also want to mention that 
the Urban Spinster Podcast can be member supported. You can support this podcast and um, more content by donating 99 cents per month, $4.99 or $9.99. And if you opt to support at the amount of $4.99 or more, you will get a personal shout out from me on Urban Spinster Podcast. If you're a supporter of the amount of $9.99 or more, you have an opportunity to be a guest on an episode of Urban Spinster. So I have somebody to go back and forth on these issues with. I think it'll make for for great content for people. So always visit my website, urbanspinster.com. I have my single woman's agenda guided journals. The topics are money, mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and ownership. They are available for digital downloads. You can get them individually or purchase the set. Find me on social media at Urban Spinster XO. All right, you guys have a great day. I will see you later. Hey, everybody, it's Sadia Sanders of UrbanSpinster.com, where we are creating our own agenda, dispelling societal myths, and redefining the word spinster. Well, I read something on Instagram today that said closure is a scam. Don't call, don't text, just move on. And while that's easy to say, I think that is true. That people seek closure, especially women. Of course, I'm a woman, so I know more about that. But we do want to know what happened, why it happened, where the breakdown happened in a relationship. And back before social media, if someone ghosted you that you had been dating, you're talking every day, you're hanging out, and then all of a sudden they disappear, you couldn't go to Instagram or Facebook to try to find out if they were still alive. They were just gone. And you might run into them somewhere at some point, but you didn't know what happened. Um, Today, of course, it's a lot easier to find out other than, you know, getting in your car and driving to their house or to their job or, you know, kind of appearing stalkerish just because you want to know what happened. You know, everything's moving on, you think, you know, in a positive direction and then all of a sudden, nothing. Um, but when you do reach out, whether it's a text or a DM, it kind of opens the door for more communication with the person who didn't think enough of you to be honest and you know tell you they weren't either happy or they couldn't be the person you wanted them to be or whatever the issue was they thought it easier to just disappear and leave you in the dust and in confusion and if you're a believer in God you know that God is not the author of confusion so if someone leaves you hanging and thinking that there's something wrong or maybe they disappeared because something happened to them. I know that has been the case uh, in my dating life when someone ghosted me after, you know, a day or two, I'm kind of like, okay, well, are they okay? You know, I'm checking with their friends and their family and what's going on and blah, blah, blah. That's confusion. I had a guy stand me up on my birthday 
after we had just spoken. And he said, oh, you know, I'm going to take you to lunch for your birthday and blah, blah, blah. Because it was a, a weekday. It fell on. And nothing. <laughs> I didn't hear from him for, I want to say, a week. <laughs> and then he called. And it's kind of like, what? You know, and then a lot of times guys will do that because, you know, they want you to go through that emotional roller coaster of worry, then being pissed off, then kind of just saying, okay, to hell with him and moving on. And, you know, everything's safe now for him to, to pop back up. And I think they call that submarining now. But all these terms, of course, were not. <laughs> um there I want to say even two three years ago but um you know when that guy pops back up and you're like well wait a minute you know what happened and then he comes with whatever the story is um when that happened with me on my birthday he didn't have the money to take me out but he had made promises he couldn't keep so instead of just being honest about that he disappeared for a week And, you know, you don't need someone like that disturbing your peace. That kind of stuff just makes you go nuts. And it makes you sometimes not even want to be bothered with dating anyone because you don't really know where they're coming from, where they're leading you to believe one thing when it's really something else. And they don't have their own lives together. And I'm a believer that when you are single, this is the time to work on you. So if you're not financially stable, emotionally stable, spiritually, whatever your issues are, this is the time to work on yourself. Don't bring your baggage into a dating situation or a relationship with someone else who doesn't know what's really going on with you. You're showing up as your representative and not really who you are and giving that person the choice to deal with you and your baggage or not. But, you know, in this day of self-help and therapy, there are just too many tools out there that can be used uh, for people to, to get themselves together. But try to do that first. I watched, um, what is the show called? Married at First Sight. And they always have these little spinoffs. So this group of individuals who decided to stay married. You know, the premise of the show is they marry someone that they've never seen in life before. They see them for the first time at the altar and they get married and they've been matched by a team of uh, doctors, whether it be psychologists, therapists, whatever their uh, specialty is, and they match them up. And you're trusting this process. So you have a certain amount of time to decide whether or not you're going to stay married. So these individuals with the spinoff, this latest one, they stayed married and a couple of the uh, couples are expecting a child, but they still haven't worked through a lot of their issues that they brought into the marriage. And now you're bringing a baby into it. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't get that. This is just dysfunction times 10 when you add a child into it, you know? So, you know, if their marriage were to dissolve or they were to say, you know, I'm done. I don't want this saying you want closure and what happened. That's something you need to talk about with your own therapist, (laughs) because if you're chasing after a person wanting to know why they left you 
you're just inviting more conversation, more interaction. Then you'd get on that roller coaster again. You'd probably get back together for a time and then break up again because the issues really haven't been resolved. So bottom line is, I believe that statement, closure is a scam. It's a trap. (laughs) If someone disappears from your life and you have enough detective skills to go on their social media and see that they're doing fine, they posted something, you know, within the, the time that they disappeared, then that's it. Leave it alone. You know, grieve the relationship if you need to and move on and try to figure out how to make better choices in the people that you date because there was something about this person that attracted you to them. And a lot of times we ignore red flags. There was probably something he or she did that you ignored and kept going on for whatever reason, which you'll have to decide, you know, why that is. And then it didn't work out. Now, didn't work out in a healthy way is you have a conversation. Didn't work out where this person is, you know, not in touch with who they are is when they just disappear, disregard your feelings didn't really care about you to begin with. It's it's really all about them. All right, so let me know what you guys think. You can always follow me on social media at Urban Spinster XO. That is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My website is urbanspinster.com. I have the Single Woman's Agenda Guided Journals available for digital download. The topics are money, mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and ownership. And if you didn't know, you can subscribe to my podcast by becoming a monthly subscriber for as little as 99 cents. So the levels are 99 cents, 4.99 and 9.99. For those who subscribe at a level of 4.99 and above, you will get a personal shout out from me on the episodes of the podcast. For those who subscribe at a level of 9.99, I will invite you to be a guest on one of my podcasts. We'll figure out a topic that makes sense and I will interview you. All right, so I will talk to you guys later. Have a great one. Hey everybody, it's Sadia Sanders of urbanspinster.com where we are creating our own agenda dispelling societal myths, and redefining the word spinster. Well, I read something on Instagram today that said closure is a scam. Don't call, don't text, just move on. And while that's easy to say, I think that is true. That people seek closure, especially women. Of course, I'm a woman, so I know more about that. But we do want to know what happened why it happened, where the breakdown happened in a relationship. And back before social media, if someone ghosted you that you had been dating, you're talking every day, you're hanging out, and then all of a sudden they disappear, you couldn't go to Instagram or Facebook to try to find out if they were still alive. They were just gone. And you might run into them somewhere at some point, but you didn't know what happened. Um, today, of course, it's a lot easier to find out other than, you know, getting in your car 
and driving to their house or to their job or, you know, kind of appearing stalkerish just because you want to know what happened. You know, everything's moving on, you think, you know, in a positive direction and then all of a sudden, nothing. Um, But when you do reach out, whether it's a text or a DM, it kind of opens the door for more communication with the person who didn't think enough of you, to be honest, and, you know, tell you they weren't either happy or they couldn't be the person you wanted them to be or whatever the issue was, they thought it easier to just disappear and leave you in the dust and in confusion. And if you're a believer in God, you know that God is not the author of confusion. So if someone leaves you hanging and thinking that there's something wrong or maybe they disappeared because something happened to them, I know that has been the case uh, in my dating life when someone ghosted me after, you know, a day or two, I'm kind of like, okay, well, are they okay? You know, I'm checking with their friends and their family and what's going on and blah, blah, blah. That's confusion. I had a guy stand me up on my birthday after we had just spoken. And he said, oh, you know, I'm going to take you to lunch for your birthday and blah, blah, blah. Cause it was a, a weekday. It fell on and nothing. <laughs> I didn't hear from him for, I want to say a week. <laughs> then he called. This guy like, what? You know, and then a lot of times guys will do that because, you know, they want you to go through that emotional roller coaster of worry, then being pissed off, then kind of just saying, okay, to hell with him and moving on. And, you know, everything's safe now for him to, to pop back up. And I think they call that submarining now. But all these terms, of course, were not. <laughs> um there I want to say even two three years ago but um you know when that guy pops back up and you're like well wait a minute you know what happened and then he comes with whatever the story is um when that happened with me on my birthday he didn't have the money to take me out but he had made promises he couldn't keep so instead of just being honest about that he disappeared for a week And, you know, you don't need someone like that disturbing your peace. That kind of stuff just makes you go nuts. And it makes you sometimes not even want to be bothered with dating anyone because you don't really know where they're coming from, where they're leading you to believe one thing when it's really something else. And they don't have their own lives together. And I'm a believer that when you are single, this is the time to work on you. So if you're not financially stable, emotionally stable, spiritually, whatever your issues are, this is the time to work on yourself. Don't bring your baggage into a dating situation or a relationship with someone else who doesn't know what's really going on with you. You're showing up as your representative and not really who you are and giving that person the choice to deal with you and your baggage or not. But, you know, in this day of self-help and therapy, there are just too many tools out there that can be used uh, for people to, to get themselves together. But try to do that first. I watched, um, what is the show called? Married at First Sight. And 
they always have these little spinoffs. So this group of individuals who decided to stay married, you know, the premise of the show is they marry someone that they've never seen in life before. They see him for the first time at the altar and they get married and they've been matched by a team of uh, doctors, whether it be psychologists, therapists, whatever their uh, specialty is, and they match them up. And you're trusting this process. So you have a certain amount of time to decide whether or not you're going to stay married. So these individuals with the spinoff, this latest one, they stayed married and a couple of the uh, couples are expecting a child. But they still haven't worked through a lot of their issues that they brought into the marriage. And now you're bringing a baby into it? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get that. This is just dysfunction times 10 when you add a child into it, you know. So, you know, if their marriage were to dissolve or they were to say, you know, I'm done. I don't want this. Saying you want closure and what happened That's something you need to talk about with your own therapist. (laughs) Because if you're chasing after a person wanting to know why they left you, you're just inviting more conversation, more interaction. Then you get on that roller coaster again. You'd probably get back together for a time and then break up again because the issues really haven't been resolved. So bottom line is, I believe that statement. Closure is a scam. It's a trap. If someone disappears from your life and you have enough detective skills to go on their social media and see that they're doing fine, they posted something, you know, within the the time that they disappeared, then that's it. Leave it alone. You know, grieve the relationship if you need to and move on and try to figure out how to make better choices in the people that you date. Because there was something about this person that attracted you to them. And a lot of times we ignore red flags. There was probably something he or she did that you ignored and kept going on for whatever reason. Which you'll have to decide, you know, why that is. And then it didn't work out. Now, didn't work out in a healthy way is you have a conversation. Didn't work out where this person is, you know not in touch with who they are is when they just disappear, disregard your feelings, didn't really care about you to begin with. It's, it's really all about them. All right. So let me know what you guys think. You can always follow me on social media at Urban Spinster XO. That is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My website is urbanspinster.com. I have the Single Woman's Agenda Guided Journals available digital download. The topics are money, mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and ownership. And if you didn't know, you can subscribe to my podcast by becoming a monthly subscriber for as little as 99 cent. So the levels are 99 cent, 4.99, and 9.99. For those who subscribe at a level of 4.99 and above, you will get a personal shout out from me on the episodes of the podcast. For those who subscribe at a level of $9.99, I will invite you to be a guest on one of my podcasts. We'll figure out a topic that makes sense and I will interview you. All right, so I will talk to you guys later. Have a great one.